and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of architects with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Your local safety consultant, Justin. What? Yeah. What? No. what? I, I didn't prepare like a like a, a architectural discipline. No, I'm not smart enough. <laughs> uh, I'm the, the sky architect, Adam. <laughs> what? He's the sky wizard. Just just. Somehow even less sense than what Justin said. I know, I know, yeah. Oh, and I'm Debbie. <laughs> I am completely <laughs> out to fucking lunch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I think Justin just likes being called the safety officer for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know. He's a big stickler for the old uh, PPE, no matter what you're doing. So <laughs> mowing the lawn, <laughs> get those gloves on. Goggles, go. Always safety glasses. Safety glasses always. You also have the, you use the ear protection when you're doing the lawn, I think, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. Especially with the gas mill. Right. Actually? Yeah. Yeah. They say if you have to raise your voice to the point of, quote unquote, yelling, that you require ear protection. (laughs) That sounds like I should get myself some ear protection for just being around my own house. I mean, you know. True. It's daddy's quiet time, and you just put on Just giant safety... Headphones. And a welding mask. And a welding mask. <laughs> Man, people are going to look through my window and wonder what the actual fuck is going on. Yeah. They're like, what is this man doing? Then you can explain to them that you're actually a sky architect. <laughs> calling the RCMP and calling in a might be a murder happening. I don't know. <laughs> Possible murder in progress. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't figured it out already, this is a board game podcast <laughs> where we play board games and then talk about them. Usually they're in our collections. This one is not uh, because of a small uh, what misunderstanding that Justin had confusing Cloud City, the game we played, versus Cloud Front or some shit that Cloud you... Cloud Age, which is Cloud Age. actually own. Right. Right. Entirely different but, game. But I haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely different. Yeah, that game is uh, about... Um, what was it? Is like uh, it's it's about traveling in airships above a dried up desert, visiting cities and battling the cloud militia, the Sky Wizard. Yeah, yeah, got it. So the one we actually played was a game where you build buildings and create terrifying walkways uh, above the like that you build buildings above the clouds, which is why it's called Cloud City. And then you try to make huge walkways in between your gigantic buildings. And I don't know, the council votes for them or something. And they really like. I think that's the weird part. Why are we voting for these things? Well, you know, uh, to give a prestigious award. Well, no, you're bringing forth like you you show them your three by three like model. You're like, this is what it's going to look like. You know, it's like the uh, it's like the people who come up with like the flames arena or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, look at how this how cool this is going to be. You should you should totally go with my firm because I'm going to make this thing look like a goddamn Gundam. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty cool. I don't know how we'd play hockey inside of a Gundam, but, you know, that'd be great. And then it's like you get the votes, then you just like do whatever the fuck you want anyway, because anyway, that's 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 how big business works. (laughs) Uh, Seems quite accurate, yeah. So anyway, we played this game on Board Game Arena where you can find it. Um, uh, the digital version is actually quite nice because it's like different from how a lot of the games that are on Board Game Arena because this game features a lot of like 3D stuff. They've actually gone ahead and modeled the, the 3D space, right? Instead of just making it sort of abstract, they've actually gone to the level of making a 3D window in the browser. Uh, one quick recommendation on that is don't use Chrome because for some reason the Chrome browser just 
just chugs the absolute shit out of that thing and uh, does not work yeah. great. For the back of the box blurb, Justin has found a picture online and he's going to go ahead and, and read it for you. The novel. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Cue music, lights, action. Cloud City. Come up with the best city project to become the architect of Cloud City. Number one, choose a tile and strategically position it to build your city. Number two, build walkways between buildings of the same height. Number three, earn votes from city council for each walkway you built. Win the game with the most votes. Step four, profit. I'm going to say that that was longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I mean, that does pretty much sum up the game. (laughs) It really does. Um, yeah, Cloud City. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, you heard the general overview is that uh, there's a bunch of tiles. They're all mixed up. There's going to be like, you have a handful of three of them to start the game. There's going to be three of them that are hanging out on a like a middle area uh, for you to sort of look at during your turn because you're going to be picking one of them up to refill your hand uh, after you're done. And on your turn, you're going to play one of these tiles and you're going to put it in such a way that it connects up with one of your other tiles. You're going to slap down the building that's appropriate for the color that is on the tile so you got blue buildings which are like the squat um i don't know i guess they're supposed still supposed to be huge so you know they're, they're the smallest ones uh then you got green which are the middle tier and the brown ones which are the huge gigantic ones and so you put down your buildings uh and um uh, everybody starts off with one tile in the on on their play area and so you you put down the tile you put down your buildings and then you can choose whether you want to add walkways and the way this works is that you can connect two buildings up that are the same height using the walkways as long as a walkway is available to you and in general the longer the walkway the more points you're going to get the other restriction like you have to start building your like little model in a three by three square so that's something you got to sort of keep in mind because like you may end up starting to build your thing in a way that you think is going to work out great and then realize that you've actually built it completely backwards and you can't actually finish the buildings the way you want um also like when you're building walkways each building can only have at most two walkways attached to it um yeah after you're done putting your walkways down uh you grab another tile and then it's like it's the next person's turn you do this for eight turns until everybody has as i mentioned before a three by three grid of these towers uh and uh then you count up your points the interesting thing about this game is that because it's all 3D and uh, building-y and shit, um, building-y? That wasn't really a... <laughs> Building-esque? Oof, there's, you know, because there's elevation involved, you can have your brown walkways going over top of green walkways going over top of blue walkways. So you can, uh, you build things up in this very tactile, three-dimensional way, so you can kind of create some very interesting-looking things as you go about it. Uh, once the, yeah, once the, like, eight rounds are over, um, you're pretty well, yeah, that, I mean, you're done, and then you count up the numbers, and, like, there's tiebreakers, which... Uh, are basically like the lowest building. If you have the most points in that, then you can break the tie that way. Otherwise, it's like goes up to the greens and then the browns. And if everyone is just tied the whole way through, somehow everybody just wins. And I guess the whole voting for a winner thing falls right the hell apart. But um, yeah, basically the game is slapping down these 
building models, um, connecting the walkways, trying to make these like terrifyingly long walkway connecting plus plus 90s, plus 120s, I don't know, uh, going through your city and just getting points based on trying to make the largest connections you can. There's also a advanced version, which sort of asks you to, they basically introduce various restrictions or uh, chances for bonus points. So like, um, if you have one, I was watching the Watch It Played video, and there's one where like for every um, empty, like building that doesn't have a walkway attached to it, you lose lose two points. There's one for like, if you have connected up a walkway system, uh, if you don't use the same, you're trying not to use the same, uh, the same numbers the whole way through. And if you use like four different ones, you get six points. If you use five different ones, you get eight points. And so there's a bunch of those that you can sort of enhance your game later on, uh, depending on what you want to do. Uh, you can also opt if you're playing with two or three people instead of the maximum four, you can also go for a three by four, um, uh, area that's it's called a rectangle. Thank you, brain. Um, you can go for a three by four rectangle and increase the number of rounds appropriately, sort of giving yourself a little bit of a longer game and a more challenging game. I don't know, higher scoring. I don't know, but that's the game. Slapping down tiles, building up your little uh, towers, trying to like get them to crisscross in a way that you find particularly pleasing and also gets you a bunch of points. Um, that's pretty much it. The, uh, the BGA adaptation, I'd say is actually pretty decent. I mean, I think it does a good job of representing this game in, uh, in three dimensions. And I think this game would be kind of nice to play in person because it is kind of got like that toy aspect to it. Um, and yeah, I think it was a, it was a decent little, decent little game. Um, did I miss anything, Justin? Not that you're like, you don't own this. <laughs> you're not the expert or anything. <laughs> I uh, I played the tutorial beforehand, so uh, I know the second most about it. Uh, I, no, I think you hit it all. Yeah, there's not much. Uh, there's not much going on, and it is a very simple game. I think it's uh, you know going into sort of what my thoughts on on it were. Um, it's okay. It's uh, it's you know a decent little game where I think it would be really nice in person. I think it'd be really nice with like uh, newer newer board gamers or people who just like visual stuff a lot more. Uh, kids would probably be pretty pretty jazzed about this because there's a lot of like little little uh, you know the the visual touch is definitely there with the three dimensions and everything. But in terms of it being like a I don't know satisfying board game, I didn't really feel it uh, from the from the online adaptation at the very least. Um, I'd be definitely willing to give it another shot in person, but like, I don't, I don't think I'd, I would see this one. I, I don't see myself rushing out to pick this one up based on my experience. It was definitely a fun little game. Um, I felt like the turns were a little bit long as everyone was kind of like humming and hawing about what they were going to build. Um, we were spending way too much time just online shopping, which I mean, might be good. <laughs> it doesn't bode well for your board game, however. Shout out, shout out to Uncle Wieners, uh, the uh, <laughs> random store that Debbie brought up to us that exists uh, in Calgary, apparently, the where you can just buy whatever sponsor? the yeah, buy whatever the fuck you want, which was the <laughs> the most entertaining thing we did while playing this game. 
Um, but yeah, what, what were you going to say, Justin? You were about to you were about to counter my point here. Oh no, I was just uh, about to say that the that was our unofficial unofficial sponsor for the oh, for the game, <laughs> yeah, our play session. But yeah, no, it, it's uh, it, it is a very simple game. Like I think it definitely, I mean, like most board games, plays a lot better in person, especially with the whole thing kind of being those big, you know, chunky three D buildings and laying things around between them all, and then kind of looking at your weird walkway city. Um, wondering what what have I done? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it fits a a niche for being very simple. Like it's very beginner friendly. Something you can easily just pull out and set up. Um, it doesn't seem to take up too much board game space. You know, I, I, it's a kind of game that. I think because we were able to play it and mess around a lot, like I could see it doing well in like a board game cafe kind of setting if those still exist, mm. like something where you're just kind of like it's there, but it's more of like a, a medium for having a chat with everyone else while not having to, you know, enter your mind palace for a while. Um, so, I, you know, I think games like this have a niche. Um, it's like you said, it's not something I'm going to rush out and, uh, you know, buy. And if I if it was the game that I did own, I'd be kind of be wondering why I bought it. Uh, <laughs> but that that's more due to you know my usual play style and the things I I usually play than like a condemnation on it. It's just uh, you know it's it's simpler than what I normally would play. But you know I don't know you you have you have you have children, Tom. Uh, would they be interested in something like this down the road, or would they want something more like you know catacombs, flicking things, or one of those other? dexterity games like do you think it has a niche there it's weird because it's like i think this thing said it was like i was looking it up on bgg and it was like 10 and up for the age yeah which seems like maybe a bit old yeah yeah because i mean like (laughs) my my oldest right now is like five years old and he plays this game by himself sometimes where he just like sets up little towers and um out of cards and like moves little superheroes around on them it's called rhino hero i think oh and it's like it's like a just a silly little game where you where you just like put things together and i mean for kids i think it's actually not bad to just have games like this where there is a game there but also you can just have stuff to fuck around with um so, so for me, like I could see myself picking this up just on account of like, well, maybe this is something I can play with the kids where I can play really strategically and they can just like goof around and try to yeah. connect stuff. Um, so I think it, it's probably good for that. It seems, I don't know that it's like 10 years old and up because I feel like when I was around that age, I was like trying to play Hero Quest with my parents all the time, <laughs> like bugging yeah. them about wanting to be a barbarian and like... <laughs> jumping into rooms and getting our party killed because I was off on my own smashing down doors. Um, so I don't know that like, I don't know that 10 year old me would be very excited about this, but I do think like my, if when my kid turns like six, like there's no, there's no reading to be done. Like, I don't know why that, like why the re- age requirement or age appropriateness is so high. It seems, it seems high to me. Yeah, The community thinks it's, you know, six and up would probably be best. Yeah. I think that's probably probably it like if i saw this now that i've played it if i saw this i i might pick it up if it was like on sale or i was feeling like you know i'm at one of the three stores that we have in calgary and i'm like well i'll I'll shoot these guys some money and i don't yeah. like if i don't want to buy descent uh the the <laughs> legends one where it's two hundred dollars um Oof. you know I might like I might pick this up just on account of, you know, it it is 
it is like cute, uh, not 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 cute, but it's like it scratches that sort of. There's an architectural science sort of bend to it where you can you can play it your way, they can play it however they want, mm-hmm. and then like you'll stomp them and they'll get mad. But you know they have something to play with in the meantime. So I could see it being like a decent pickup for yeah, like kids who are six and up for a, for a very brief window of time. But like this isn't the kind of game that I would be playing with like you guys when we when we have like adults over to play play yeah. board games yeah. i'm not an adult i don't know what you're talking about i play one in real life uh okay so i guess when adam comes over and we have adult board game nights <laughs> that's right yeah yeah where we play very considered and sophisticated games yes like <laughs> Yeah, it's uh maybe it has to do with the buildings. Maybe there's like strict EU regulations for choking hazards. I don't know. But No, nah, man, those are uh, like it probably has that warning because everything has to have that warning oh, on yeah. it, but like man, no. But I even 6-year-olds I don't think are uh I don't remember just eating things randomly when I was that age. No, the 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 choking hazard thing is like a 3 and under kind of thing, yeah. right? It's like Yeah. They just, uh, there's a and I mean like my 3-year-old doesn't eat cubes off the floor so i mean <laughs> i do have to yell at him for like eating snow like no stop doing that <laughs> that's how you get an immune system it's probably fine it's probably clean. yeah oh he's gonna have a really good immune system that's for sure i think you're right like i think this would be like i want to bag on it more because it's not bag on it but like i don't want to bag on it too much because it is like it is a simple game and i think it would be decent for like that like you say, that six and up sort of range. I'd probably pick it up if I saw it and it was like, wasn't ludicrously expensive. But again, like this isn't one that I'd be playing for fun for myself. No. Yeah. (laughs) I can give you a reason to bag on it a little more if you want. Oh yeah. What's that? Uh, I just did a quick Google search on, uh, on, you know, to line Papa Bezos's pocket a little bit more and this game on Amazon. So this is only on Amazon. Uh, but it's it's sold th- and done through Amazon is ten dollars more expensive than Architects of the West Kingdom. Well, I did look at that actually, and uh, before you rag on it too much, it, it's through a third party seller via Amazon out of the UK. If you I took a look around, and Canadian retailers have it for about forty bucks. That's still that's still twenty bucks yeah, too much. That's really expensive, and it's probably because of all the plastic. Yeah, I look I looked on I looked on Amazon, and I was like one hundred and seventeen dollars. Well, I saw it for like sixty, and I was like, man, I can oh, get. Okay. I can get any of the West Kingdom series for 50 bucks a go. So. Yes, but you can't play Architects of the West Kingdom with a six-year-old, Adam. No, you're right. Not well. But like, if I'm if I'm going out to buy a game, and it's it's between those two choices, it's between Architects plus a ten plus ten bucks in my pocket, plus the mind, <laughs> plus the mind, <laughs> or this game. I'm I'm picking up West Kingdom every single time. Yeah, no, I get you. Like I would like for myself, I would rather spend two hundred dollars on the Legends in the Dark Descent game, right? Like Right, no, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not talking about buying it for me. I'm talking about well, I'm I'm talking about buying it for <laughs> my sanity, and that is worth forty dollars. <laughs> right. Got it. Got now, it. Now, for myself, no, I wouldn't pay forty dollars for this because it's just not that exciting, right? Like 
What did you think, Debbie? I mean, I liked the fact that it was like that it had that 3D rendering. I thought that that was kind of cool. Like you don't, I don't know, you just don't see that very often, which is kind of fun. Um, to be fair, I didn't understand the game at first. I thought it was like make the longest, like not furthest apart, but longest, like, you know, connection. Longest continuous. Yeah. And so. I mean, that that's an option if you're playing with some of the variants. Is it? Okay, so I mean, I'm not completely crazy. So I mean, I started playing the game trying to make like the longest continuous like tube, basically. Um, And then I, you know, was kindly informed that I was incorrect in my uh, play style. So, but I mean, I don't know, it's pretty, pretty lax. There wasn't really anything overtly exciting happening. I, eh? Yeah? Eh? Um. I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the, it is still like a very puzzle like aspect game, right? Like you're still trying to, you know, not block yourself and, and things like that. I mean, they're, you know, I, you can think further into it if you really want to, um, and really try to, I don't know, brain beat yourself to the point where you're like, oh yeah, I can, you know, do magical things with my mind. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean it. Uh, it's it's a puzzle. I it's not my kind of puzzle. I'm not. It's kind of in many ways. It's very much like Santorini. It's a, kind of that um, you know thinking ahead x number of turns and really trying to pretzel your mind in the 3D aspect as well, not just the you know the 2D aspect. And I'm I enjoy that a little less than Adam. So I mean I'm kind of surprised Adam doesn't like it a little more in some ways. But um, yeah, I don't know. They just didn't to me it it just didn't feel like there was a there was like the payoff and mm-hmm. the the upsides to this game are that it's it's fast um I mentioned before we started recording this I'd like to know I'd like to I'd like to know like what kind of size this is like is it you know your standard box size or based on the image d- does it run it in like seems a, to be about a standard sort of FFG yeah. size box. So then I'd like to know, you know, what size you like the tiles and all that sort of stuff. Just just for, you know, really kind of out of curiosity's sake, because I'd, I'd like to know kind of what kind of footprint does this poor thing take uh, up? It looks like they're about a two inches square. Like a two by two tile. Yeah. I mean, sure. Like the, yeah, the, the upsides to this is, is the game is fast. You could, again, you could teach it to a six-year-old. The downsides to it is like i said it just doesn't feel like there's any real there's no real payoff to it like it just Mm. you're just kind of going through motions and it's like all right it's done who got the most votes question mark (laughs) as to (laughs) why are we why are we going for votes is a is its whole it's a whole nother ball of wax but yeah yeah, it's the, the game is fine there's nothing wrong with it it's it's just not it just doesn't excite me it doesn't. I, I'm not like, ooh, man, got to play some more of that Cloud City. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think when when I think of like tile, simple tile placement games, like my first thing my mind goes to is something like Carcassonne, which has sure. that more yeah. of that big payoff. You're all kind of drawing from the same pile of stuff, but you know, there's more sort of forward planning. Um, also, a lot more head-to-head competition. This one doesn't really have that. Um, it, it almost feels like it would almost benefit from like a roll and write system, like something like real world rink, like everyone gets the same tile and then you kind of see, you know, what kind of weird combinations you can get from it. But I think that'd be better, honestly. Railroad Inc. Yeah. I, 
much more exhilarating. Sorry, you said railroad rink? Yeah, I said railroad I rink the first time, and then I, I got uh, railroad ink on the second try. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I heard it, too, and I was just like, nope. All right. Well, I, I heard this myself just, saying it, and I just there. kept on motoring on. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, man. You got you to gotta go for it. Just hope no one's going to call you out on it. <laughs> ah, damn it. Sorry, I just choked on some water, so I don't know if it's going to sound weird <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Uh, probably fine. Uh, good. Wow, the railroad rink will do uh, that to a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's starting to melt. First day, new mouth. Yeah. Did no no payoff. I I want I want more out of this game. Like I I wanted to like it, and I I feel like I should have liked it more than I did. But it just I don't know. It didn't it didn't hit. It didn't land. This wasn't mm. there for you. No. And like for tile for tile placement and that sort of stuff. Like I mean, I would rather play something like King Domino, you know, or or one of those. Right. Like. I think that would be more more enjoyable for something that rides within the same the same vein. Yeah, um and and like with when playing with kids, like we picked up a game called Dragon Domino, Dragon Domino. It's like it's like the mm-hmm. kid version Drag-omino. of King Domino. I didn't think there needed to be a kid version of King Domino, but here we are. Mhm. <laughs> And it's, you know, it's solid, right? Like, it's it's the same thing, and you can, it's dominoes, and the kids get to pick out little dragon eggs and stuff like that, so my my kid loves it. I don't know, like, I feel like it'd be sort of the same same situation for him, right? It's like, maybe, and maybe less exciting, because there's not that, like, fun reveal of you pick a thing and like, oh, there's a dragon on the back, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact, Adam, the publisher that makes a uh, Cloud City also does King Domino. Oh, no, well, there you go. So, see there. I mean, there are some parallels. It's just so you can go to the blue orange store and pick them up in a two pack or what? Oof. And the designer also made Sushi Go. That yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Huh. It's all kind of in that. Well, I, I think what's surprising is that like the the like towers aren't all weird and chibi and like <laughs> <laughs> chibi. Uh, that's uh, yeah. that's in the expansion. What, what what's chibi? You know, like well, like the, like the sushi's all heads, like yeah, eyes. it's got like eyes on it, and like I kind it's of a, kind of would have expected it's an art the, style. Okay, you know, the buildings to be a little bit more like anime or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. got it, got it. I don't know. You could, I guess, you could staple some googly eyes onto the side of your buildings. I guess that <laughs> might work. So good. Would it, Adam? <laughs> Yeah, you, just, uh, you can custom 3D print You know, I'm just thinking about you. You just have these buildings, you just have these like googly eyes taped to them. I mean, it it would it, it still <laughs> wouldn't impact my it won't impact my review. But man, would that be funny? <laughs> but the look on somebody's face when you hand them their their pieces and it's like there's just a pair of nipples on there, and you're like, what? Where did these come from? You're like, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Somehow we went from googly eyes to nipples. It what I, male? They can be male nipples. It doesn't have to be weird. I mean, true. it's still pretty weird because they're nipples. But yeah. you know, that's right. But, but why do they have nipples? Why not? Why would they have googly eyes? Right, they're buildings. Wow, they have googly eyes for uh, googly <laughs> eyes for, to test for earthquakes. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good. The council thought it was a good idea. When, when, the, when the ice starts shaking, you better get the fuck out of town. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're you're probably in trouble if them ice starts shaking. You know, Jesus, could you could you imagine a giant building as it like waving back and forth starts like looking around, like <laughs> tell tell sky is suddenly looking to the left and then looking to the right during a Chinook. Yeah, man, that would be so. That's good. a that's a fucking great idea. All right. Oh, beautiful. Trademark so, that. We gotta get. We gotta. We gotta get some. 
<laughs> we gotta get some funding from the city of Calgary to do one of their art projects or just stick a big pair of googly eyes on top just of the telescope. googly ears onto oh. buildings. It's oh, wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. Sometimes I really wonder about you guys. I mean, I realize that there's days where you wonder about me too. Yeah, it's just, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a whole mood. See, I'm thinking that you guys are like say. talking about like making some sort of cool like art installation that like, I don't know, tells you the weather by the way that it's like eyes are moving or something. And it's like art and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Calgary would go for that. We're pretty, seems to be That's our thing. That's what I'm thinking. We could probably actually. Yeah, yeah. They let somebody put up a blue ring in the middle of a road. Like I'm sure. True. I'm true. sure that is googly a, eyes what? on the that side of the Calgary standard. Tower. I'll have we you could know. put some googly eyes on that blue ring. It was a light standard. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there you go. It was a light standard after like, you know what? This thing looks stupid. Let's put a light on it to make sure people don't think we're idiots. <laughs> oh, <it's> so bad. <laughs> we could start a whole thing where we just go around putting googly, putting googly eyes on buildings. Eyes on everything. For- <laughs> that's going to put Calgary on the map right there. But we could travel around. We could be the foremost architectural firm for sticking googly eyes on the side of giant buildings. I but mean, is that, who's that? Just, that artist that nobody sees, Banksy or whatever. Banksy. We, yeah. we just be the, yeah, yeah, uh, Banksy. We be the googly eyed Banksies. The, the Calgary. I'm Banksies. literally in my mind thinking about like you go to the dollar store, you get like the biggest googly eyes you can. You walk around with a bottle of of you know Spray super adhesive. glue, and you just kind of. I don't know. As you walk by, stick the odd googly eye on a building. Good God! Could you imagine if you just if you were just constrained by having like dollar store googly eyes and you just like put as many of those on the side of a building as you could? (laughs) It would just look like it would look like something out of a fucking horror show. As this like yeah six hundred foot tall building is like waving all these little tiny googly eyes everywhere. Very Lovecraftian. Look like a nightmare out of Bloodborne. <laughs> Oof. Uh, it could be our calling card. The googly-eyed bandits. Yeah, we were we were here causing millions of dollars of property damage as somebody has to go and scrape all these googly eyes off the size of the Chrysler building. <laughs> <laughs> Worf. I kind of almost want to make them onto that big head thing. <laughs> can, oh, can you yeah. imagine if we don't put outside the, the boat yeah, building? Can you imagine if we got googly eyes on that guy? That'd be amazing. A pair of googly eyes looking up, and then the building has googly eyes looking down. <laughs> oh, so good. That's art. I think our sanity has right slipped. There. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about again? Cloud City? <laughs> yeah, there's some Cloud City game. Also, don't, if you go look up Cloud City, you're just going to get a bunch of Lego sets. So make sure yeah, you put the Star word Wars. board game. Yeah. I don't know that people are really going to be searching for it after we have this. All all six people that listen to this are just going to be clamoring to figure out what this game is. Only so that they can glue googly eyes to it and give them to their friends. Yeah, exactly. there you go. Just just for the experience of getting that look of WTF while you try to keep a straight face. Do these come with googly eyes on them? Are you judging me? Yeah. Are you judging my choice in board games? Now I'm just wondering what it would look like with googly eyes on a lot of games. Huh? Really spice up the hobby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I guess we move- can put them on Conan. Oh, on the boobies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yes. We can make it a little more G-rated. Yeah. All right. 
uh, gonna mosey on to reviews here. Um, yeah, for all the reasons that we talked about, I I don't know. This is like a marginal keep, I guess. I'll probably if I had this in my collection, I would probably keep it around just on account of my kids. Um, I don't think I'll go out and like rush to find it. If I happen to see it somewhere, I might decide to pick it up after we played it. But that's all contingent on like something else not coming around that I also want to try, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I mean, this is like, if I had this, I don't think I'd get rid of it because it is like a nice little fun game. And I could see this maybe being uh, retired out of the cabin kind of thing uh, because it is, it is simple to teach. It is simple to play and it would be like probably a chill game out in the, out of the cabin, right? Uh, but other than that, like, you know, kind of, kind of meh, kind of lackluster, but you know, it, it, I think it does have its, have its place, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, Justin, what about you? Well, hey, uh, this is a game that I thought I owned, but don't. And, uh, I also wouldn't be rushing out to, to get it. Um, it's, it's fun enough and, uh, I appreciate that it's nice and simple. And, uh, I think those kind of games have their place. Um, like, uh, like we discussed, um, it just, I don't really think it has a place in my house. Uh, so if I did own it after playing it, it's probably something that I would either, uh, give to Tom uh, so he didn't have to track it down or, uh, you know, either try to sell or donate. Um, but you know, after doing an inventory recently, there's a lot of games we haven't played yet. And, uh, I don't think this one would really see the light of day very much. And, uh, you know, end of the day, it's not really worth having then. Um, eh, could I recommend it? I don't know. I think that, you know, for a tile playing game, Carcassonne and its many iterations is probably more involved, a little more deeper experience. Um, and, or maybe something like Roll or Railroad Inc. Uh, not Railroad Rank. Um, is sort of in the same idea. Um, but, uh, you know, has a little bit more depth to it, uh, even though this one is 3D. What about you, Debbie? Well, my first question for you is, have you created this list of these games that you have to play? <laughs> like everybody else here I was going to bug him about that after. Has. Oh, uh, no. No. Mm-hmm. No. Got I, it. Yeah. Uh, I, right. I have a physical inventory in my mind. Uh, it, and it I, in your mind palace? Yeah. Yeah. Where it <laughs> dies, it's lost to eternity. You have a where, physical <laughs> inventory that's in your mind. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that sentence doesn't make any sense at all. No. I, no, I have an inventory no. in my mind uh, where it constantly just gets a word association issues like uh, Cloud City and Cloud Age. Right. So it's really not useful at all. Got it. Um, okay. So now that I've made that point, so I'm on a five point scale. I'm having a really hard time with this one. Everything in me wants to give it a two and just, just, just don't just, just stay away from it. Like it just really, I know I like, I feel like there's, I kind of puzzle style games like reef that are just so much prettier and so much nicer. And they have kind of a, I don't know, a little, maybe a little more longevity to them. Uh, this kind of game, I, is very dependent on the number of pieces that you have. So if you ever lose one of your little, I don't know, Segway, hallway, whatever you want to call it things, uh, I mean, you're kind of, I mean, you've kind of pooched it a little. Yeah, I just have a, <laughs> I have a really hard time with this. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. Like, it's not broken. It's just not, it's just not enjoyable. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that I can see myself like, you're sitting on your phone on the toilet. <laughs> what? 
This is what? this is the only place that I could like sit there and be like This is the only place that you build 3D versions of a city and build walkways is on the can. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only place I can, that I can see this Jesus. even having <laughs> seriously. Well, Adam, that explains why those those trips are taking so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seriously. What's your bathroom look like? No, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking, like, on my phone, right? Like, I wouldn't, I, it would be way too fiddly for me in person. Like, I shake too much. That would be very frustrating for me. So that I would really, I just kind of tweak me. And so the only other thing I can think of is it's like, just, it's just a time killer. Okay. So that's a much nicer way of putting it. It's just, this is a time killer kind of game. Just, it's just fluff. Is that nicer? I don't know. Well, I just don't know. I, it's I don't know. It's just there. Uh huh. It's it's definitely there. I yeah. I got nothing. Okay, that's it. That's it for me. It's a two out of five or a three. I don't know. It's meh. I just no. I can't see a good reason why I'd want to play this personally. I don't really know anybody that would really like this. So Reef is better. Uh, Adam, how about you? Um. Yeah. I mean, we've we've said it. We've said it to death. There's games. There's like. There's games that are just better in every aspect at what this game tries to do. Um, these like even Blue Orange Games has made better games than this that you know do similar things. So I don't know. I don't know why this one ended up as such a miss. But whatever. This is a five. It's like there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just not great. Um, play King Domino if you want. Kind of a if if you want a if you want a tile laying experience, play King Domino. If you want a puzzle experience, and I mean play any list of of some of the puzzle games. Like there's just there's better there's better games at every at every turn than this one. Um, especially like for the price. Like if if the price is actually somewhere in the forty to sixty dollar Canadian range, like not no no I I can't I could not justify that to bring it into my collection um five five out of ten what sandwich is that ham yeah this is a ham sandwich it's yeah it's just not good not great you know that's something that you're like man gotta get me one of them nope Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to help us out, you can always uh, like and subscribe and do all that sort of stuff. We're back after a little bit of a hiatus, so I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe you can have some have some friends who want to get into I don't know listening to podcasts. So you can send them this one. Uh, if you have any constructive feedback you want to send us, you can find us through email, collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me at Team Rage Tom on Twitter. Uh, Justin, you got anything going on these days? Well, uh, nothing in particular, but if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me who your favorite brutalist architect is? I'd love to know. How about what? you, Debbie? Some brutalist? I'm really confused by what you just said. Brutalist. Uh, you guys can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And as uh, Thomas said, you can get us as a group at CGS Podcast on Twitter. Um, if there's something that you like uh, or if you don't like, uh, let us know. We are always in for that constructive criticism. And if you, there's something out there that you think we should try, uh, let us know and we'll see if we can find it and uh, try to try to give our thoughts on it for you uh we're not just here for us we're here for you guys too so uh adam how about you you guys are looking to get a hold of me you can catch me on social media at for the win f-o-r-t-h-e-w-h-y-n also ftw barbecue and bakery on facebook that's the bakery page obviously 
the month is what January now. Yeah, we're in the we're in the thick of winter, so there won't be a whole lot of barbecue happening uh, right now. But you can you can keep up with us, and we'll uh, we'll let you know when it's coming back. Also, you can get any sort of like sauces or anything like that. Any of those like Christmas basket items that we had, uh, you can get those year round. Just let us know. Reach out to us on Facebook. We'll get you sorted out. Um, but yeah, l- check me out on Twitter. Let me know. Uh, I know I picked up a couple games over the Christmas break. Uh, what uh, what did you guys pick up? Anything anything exciting? No, 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 no new additions over Christmas. Wow, just uh, an expansion for uh, Star Wars Armada. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay, the one the one thing I found that I, I find super interesting um, over the over the winter break is that there is a there is an expansion to the West Kingdom trilogy called tome series and it it makes the west kingdom series into a um into like a legacy style game that is also cooperative like it gives you a bunch of scenarios that play through all three of the games in a cooperative aspect which you know i I haven't looked too much into it um but it it seems really interesting so i picked that up that sounds pretty cool yeah it it seemed really neat to take like i mean first of all like a trio of games and then to one, turn it from being competitive to being cooperative is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then two, to make it into like a legacy style campaign uh, also seemed pretty damn neat and innovative. So I was like, man, that's something that I need to talk about. All right. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.